0: Jules for breakfast only on Triple M. Hit subscribe now.
1: There's some interesting uh, news that came out over the weekend that Australian passengers will now be able to travel with their pets in the cabin. That's the sound of a donkey. Now, I don't know, they, they haven't specified which pets. I guess it'd be discrimination if they said, well, you can only have cats and dogs. What if someone's got a bird? But the industry body has come out and said it's now legal passengers to have their pets in the cabin of major airlines. But whether a passenger's pet can join owners on their flights will essentially be up to the individual airline. So the company themselves and the pilot will be able to individually decide on whether or not they're going to allow those passengers of the flight to have their pets on board, so long as the safety is ensured, of course. But... On currently on airlines, pets are required to be checked into the cargo area of a plane unless they're an authorised assistance or service dog. But can we I know this is done overseas already, but can we just have a think about this? Like, who is going to regulate this? Is it gonna be a poor stewardess that says, Sorry, but that great Dane is taking up too much space in one sea, let's just get him inside in the aisle? And who who picks up the poop? What if there's some hygiene issues? Do we just allow any animal? Like I said, what if it's a donkey? What if it's, I don't know, I, I'm sorry guys, I hope you don't mind, I brought my ostrich. Like how, where, what about the fur? What happens there? I know that when I've taken a flight, when I've gotten to Bundy, off to Brisbane, and then you get right back that plane from Brisbane to Bundy, they're probably running behind schedule already. Who is going to be get, getting the cordless Dyson and going back there and doing the vacuuming of the pet fur? I don't think that is happening, but either way, I'm curious to see what the industry is going to do, how we're going to regulate it. But I think it might be a bit of a shambles.
0: What else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's
1: Triple M? I need to make an apology. Um, First of all, uh, not off to a great start this morning. I smashed my glass lunchbox. I wore open-toe shoes. And, um, yeah, there there may still be some glass shards on the floor. So I do apologise. And thank you in advance, Steph, our promo manager, for bringing the vacuum. But there is something else that I need to apologise for. Yesterday, I was talking about um, my... And Sam, Yosemite Sam, the Street Patrol's obsession with bubbles. Now, there happened to be a whole bunch of bubbles at the Regional Disability Expo that we went to on Friday, and it got me thinking, and you might have heard on the show yesterday, I was talking about uh, things that you've taken from childhood that you still appreciate in in adulthood, and there was one lady who was really into teacups and tea sets and collecting that. And I thought, you know what? Sam was there on Friday. She had the joy. She had the smile on her face. And I would love her to talk about how grey bubbles were. And so I texted her, but I didn't get a response. And I've realised why I did not get a response. I owe her an apology. So without further ado, I, I think I need to make it public, go on the record, and give her a call now. Good morning. Hello, Sam. It's Jules. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I owe you an apology. Oh, why's that? Well, yesterday I uh, I texted who I thought was you to get uh, <laughs> to get some information out of you about the expo. Remember the expo that we did together on Friday?
2: I do. I do the disability expo.
1: And remember how we both saw the bubbles there, and we thought that's amazing. You've got seven kids. I was excited. It was like we were kids again. I thought, you know what? This is perfect. I'm going to ring up Sam, and I'm going to talk to her about the childhood things that we still hold on to as adults.
2: Ah. And so I I texted,
1: hey, Sam, Jules here. Hope you recovered well after the expo. Can I give you a call in 20 minutes or so? And I got no response. (sighs) I spent the whole day being mad going, who doesn't respond to a text message like that? Or just says she wasn't available. I can't believe it. And then I thought, Sam, you know what? I'm just going to actually check that I texted the right number. I did it. And you didn't, did you? Well,
2: Chils, I'd never ignore you.
1: <laughs> That's what I thought. I thought something's happened to her. We need to get out the search party. Sam <laughs> is not okay. I am Okay. But I think I owe this other person an apology or an explanation. Who the hell is Jules and why does she want to talk about something and what does on air mean? So I'm going to have to go call that person. Wish me luck. Good luck. And sorry, Sam. (laughs) Sorry for the rage I aimed in your direction yesterday. No, that's all right, Jules. I'll double check (laughs) again.
2: Oh, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye. Bye. You have reached the message bank of a private number.
1: Oh. Oh, hello, private number. Uh, this is Jules here. I just want to apologise. I sent you a text message. Uh, it was meant for my colleague, and I hope it didn't cause too much confusion uh, about an expo and why, in particular, I wanted to talk to you in 20 minutes. Um, good luck. All the best, um, whoever you are. And um, I- I- hopefully, I won't do that again. Goodbye. <phone rings>
0: That was wild. Let's Let's find out what else JB and Jules have been up to. Okay, tour time.
2: Time for
0: the tour. It's time for this tour. Tour time. Well,
1: we've got a bright and bubbly face that we got to meet last week in the Visitor Info Centre. Anna, she's back again. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Yeah, really good. I'm bright and solo this morning, Anna, and I'm very excited to talk to you about your weekend's.
2: Yes, so we had a very busy weekend this weekend. Um, me and my son, we went to Splitter's Farm, just at uh, Sharon. Oh, a yes. A absolute ball, yeah. <laughs> so um, we, uh, we were greeted by a uh, farmer, Carly, at the reception, yes. and she's got a gorgeous little sausage dog. There's plenty of people there. Um, and we were set to join the 10.30 tour. So it's a little guided tour around the farm with Carly. Um, so to start with, she gave us an intro. Uh, she has got a relatively new farm, found about four years ago. They went to great lengths to clear the piece of neglected land, um, and she started by rescuing local animals and unwanted yeah. animals. It's so, sensational. It's a family-run yeah.
1: business, and they have such a big heart, and you can just tell that from, from Carly, and the whole family is energy when you go there, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, they got a big array of animals. So during the tour, we met llamas, cows, ponies, oh. sheep, goats, pigs, chickens, oh, and a giant camel called Raj. Oh my, Raj the camel! How cool! Yes, Raj
1: the camel. Did you see That's that right. uh, they also have glamping tents out the back?
2: They do. Yeah, they've got a gorgeous glamping tent um, and a great family camping ground too. So there's. Actually, this is what got me. So they've got a big play fort for the kids in the middle of the camping ground. So you can actually sit back with a glass of wine while the kids yes. run riots. So great.
1: You can watch the sunset. <laughs> the kids can have a great time. I think they've also got those little carts that you can race around the place. Did you see those, Anna? We did have a clean on those. So they've got the double ones for... Um, so I do actually
2: have a go. Good on your
1: legs, that one. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> now, what's the and, cost um, when yeah. it comes to um, families either wanting to do a day tour? Do you know?
2: I'm not sure what the family, uh, family ticket cost, but um, it was about $30 each for us. But mm-hmm. um, so well worth every penny. Um, like I say, it's a local local business, so great great to support those. Um, yeah, and it was a nice long tour too, so it wasn't a short short yeah. and sharp. There was plenty of effort that went into it.
1: Absolutely. Good on you, Anna. A fantastic recommendation there with Sharon Splitters Farm. Love Carly and the team there, and we'll catch up with you again next week.
2: Great,
0: yep, see you next week. They're different, but they're ours. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. Sorry, but a bit of a
1: downer in the mood because butchers must beware. You're going to be hearing the chants of Ban the Ham. Or, in the words of Aerosmith that I've slightly changed, Don't pork this way. Don't pork this way. Don't pork this way. You see what I did there? But the Cancer Council has come out with a leaflet to steer kids and parents away from the ham sandwich. Now, this was slipped into newsletters at schools, uh, delivered to parents uh, down in New South Wales. They said ditch the ham and instead opt for home-cooked meats, cheese or hummus because the Cancer Council has said there is a link between processed meats and a higher risk of developing cancer. Now, experts have said consuming just 50 grams of processed meat daily could increase the risk of bowel cancer by 18%. They've even avoided, uh, said to avoid other processed meats like hot dogs, salami, and bacon. Now, this just, okay, I understand they've got a duty of care here, the Cancer Council are trying to help out, but I understand that there's a big commute. Pick Farmer Paul, I'm sure he's not on board these, uh, these recommendations, but... We're not going to be hoeing down on hot dogs every day. Why do they need to tell parents what they can and can't put in kids' lunchboxes? Well, I'm not the only one who feels this way, Carl Stefanovic. Carl from the Today Show, he was clearly not uh, not impressed and he even had a chat to a butcher. Here's how fired up he got.
0: It's the story that has got the whole country furious this morning. It also has butchers and pork producers shouting out loud, hands off our ham! this country's gone to the pack Do you, ha, but have you known for some time too that these woke brigade people have been coming at you yeah yeah there's 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 lots of people that bring up all sorts of issues about food and chemicals and things
1: like that. Now, you could probably hear in that interview there, there's a little bit of chewing. Well, he happened to get Carl on the Today Show, him and the entire panellists chewing a ham sandwich while they were sharing that story, which is a nice little touch. But no one tell them, whatever you do, about Devon and sauce sandwiches. Subscribe now
0: and stay up to date. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy.
1: But you know who needs a lover that won't drive her crazy? Anastasia Palaszczuk.
0: Mm, Anastasia, our
1: Premier. She's in trouble, guys. She thought it was bring your boyfriend to work today. She was uh, catching up with the International Olympic Committee on Sunday in Sydney and she brought her boyfriend Reza along. Uh, honestly, the opposition leader said it was weird and bizarre and now she has been forced to apologise. I recognise that uh, I have made a mistake And I should not have taken my partner to that meeting. In hindsight, I should have just had a private meeting. (laughs) She's already been blasted for for jumping quarantine uh, queues to to get overseas and, and getting the jab early despite her age. And then she went over and pitched the Brisbane 2032 Olympics as opposed to ScoMo who could do it via Zoom, you know. So there she was posing for photos. Her Brisbane surgeon boyfriend's there. And the poor guy, like I understand, she did defend herself, but really, it's like she's been scolded by a school teacher. He merely attended. He's a surgeon, as if he would want to spend his time, his his downtime, on going to a meeting, sitting around a boardroom table, and discussing uh, Olympic financial things. But,
0: um, poor guy. Maybe it was a good distraction. That was wild. Let's get down. Let's find out what else JB and Jules have been up to. And it's
1: confession time at the moment with Mother's Day on Sunday. Many of us might actually be pretending that we've baked mama cake when it's actually someone else's cooking. A nutritionist has done some research, and six in ten Aussies just don't have the time to make something from scratch, so would rather fib about it and pretend that they did it themselves. Yep. My very own mother did this. She had a party coming up um, to feed a whole bunch of friends and she didn't have the time and didn't have the resources. So I asked a, a local bakery, cafe, and they made a huge frittata. They loved it so much that they asked for the recipe. She had to go back to the chef and say, hey, can you please give me the quantities? And to this day, the friends that compliment her still don't know that she didn't make the frittata herself, but on one triple three five three, I want to know what cooking did you take credit for? You're going to fess up this morning? Maybe stay anonymous on one triple three five three. I've got a call coming through. Hello, who have I got there?
2: Yeah, Hello, Kevin.
1: Hello, Kevy. How are you this morning? Good yourself. Yeah, I'm well. Thank you. Are you fessing up for cooking? Yes, I am. Okay, what cooking did you take credit for, Kevy?
2: I made a cake, but I got the bakery to do it for a wedding cake.
1: Okay. Talk me through it. What happened?
2: Um, Because I'm a qualified chef. My sister asked me to bake her a cake. Yep. And I couldn't be bothered, so I went to the bakery and got them to make it.
1: (laughs) And you said it was yours because you've got the skills. She would think it was all you're doing. Yeah, she did. And (laughs) does she know? Or No,
2: still to this day, she has no idea.
1: Does she listen to this show, Kevy?
2: No, she's, Oh, no, different state.
1: Well, okay, well, for the first time in my life, I'm glad um, she doesn't know and she doesn't listen to Triple M. The secret is safe with all of us here in
0: Bundy. What else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? Can I just, can I
1: quickly have a whinge, Bundy? And I feel like you're going to be with me on this, but I feel like I've gotten to the point in my life that when I go out, God forbid, I want to be able to hear the people that I am currently with. So went out on the weekends, the the standard trek in Bundaberg, going to the club hotel, and the skinny bro, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a lot, right? It's Saturday night. Um, and, and forgive me, but I put my big girl pants on. I thought, you know what, I'm going to go out past nine pm on a Saturday, and it was a great time. I hadn't seen my friends. Since getting back from Melbourne, uh, my friend Cassie, she just started seeing this new guy and then she's got another girlfriend I hadn't met. She, you know, and it sounded like a great socializing time. And don't get me wrong, we we had a lovely time. We started at the library bar, had a few cocktails, it was good fun. And I quickly regretted this when we moved to the dance floors. And don't get me wrong, I love good dance. But conversations with people you've just met and you have maybe questions for them, maybe they've got questions for you. And party atmospheres, I don't think they work. So I was there uh, trying to have a conversation with people and then people are spilling drinks on you and then your feet hurt and then either people aren't talking loud enough or I've done some serious damage working in this industry that my ears do not work. So we're all dancing on the dance floor and then they're, they're trying to have a conversation with you and then they've they've sort of asked you a question and you, you hope it's not uh, something beyond a yes or no answer because I'm sort of, I've asked what three times. And and then they get to the soft part in the music where it's like you're screaming and then you go, and what are your hobbies? So everyone's just staring at you. So it's a great time, uh, I, I suppose, but Seriously, if you're thinking about getting to know someone for the first time, maybe just invite
0: them over for a cup of tea. That's it for now. Catch JB and Jules weekday mornings from 6 to 9am on Triple M Bundy or subscribe here to get all the best bits.